0: Hey, Brooke, how you doing today?
1: Pretty good. How are you, Chris?
0: Awesome. Thank you. And thank you all for joining us, the audience. Uh, we all appreciate you very much. And as always, thank you for joining Absolutely. us. Absolutely. So, and I don't even know, Brooke. So today's topic, now I know recently we've been adding a number of topics on top of each other to kind of like break it up a little bit. But today we have one big one. And this topic was brought to me, brought to us through Brooke. And I'm curious if you could describe the topic of how astrology plays into the spiritual process. And I'm curious, Brooke, if you can explain where that came from, what happened there.
1: So I guess it's funny because like you could say that um, just the way we've been presenting this stuff, you know, you especially saying that you never really looked into astrology before, mm-hmm. but you see that the last thing we talked about leads into it. So it's really yeah. when we talk about the Lionsgate. So really, this is like the rabbit hole. You know, mm-hmm. every piece of information you get about one thing leads you to another, mm-hmm. you know, and it's like down the rabbit hole we go. So um you know, I do always reference the fact that I was brought up, you know, Christian in, you know, like I said, not in a forceful way, not in a probably the most beautiful way possible. You know, so the Bible is something I reference and, um, you know, and not the way that it's taught in most churches, you know, it's, um, for the way God shows the Bible to me, not the way it's interpreted through some churches. And, um, You know, it just came to my attention, like how, you know, you were just saying like, oh, astrology is not really something I ever looked into. And I think some of us don't realize at the time how connected everything is. And we do look at astrology as like this separate entity. But when you dig into even parts of the Bible, you know, when it comes down to it, the three wise men were astrologers and that's how they knew something was going on.
0: Yeah. um w- uh, please forgive me because you know while i'm familiar a little bit with the bible what are you are you saying about like the north star and how they use that to guide them? know or
1: yeah but it's, okay. um if you go into it there's a lot of information so i always think i like to think that you and i with this podcast always just like we get to the surface for people yeah you know what i mean totally. and we just touch lightly you mm-hmm. know and the the fact is, is if you want to know more about the things that Chris and I talk about, oh, you can go way deep with this stuff and the information is out there. I think that we're just going to like introducing the topics to people. And believe me, like we hit it like on the very like surface human level, you can go very deep with this stuff. Mm -hmm. But, um, so there's a lot out there explaining, you know, how and who, you know, why the wise men, what brings it to them being astrologers. Yep, but, gotcha. um, and then there are, I, I never knew it. I, you know, because when you go to church, you will hear the same, like 20 stories presented to you. Like every year it goes round and around and around. hmm And then when you look through the, through the Bible or any religious text, because they all are ancient and they all, they're all valuable and they all, you know, touch on the the same things. It's just how they're interpreted differently. But um, I would have never known until about a year ago that the seven sisters star cluster is mentioned in the Bible. Um, I can find, I'll have to find the exact, I meant to look this up we're doing this on a short notice guys like yeah. you know chris had this topic and he has some information and um so i meant to actually find these verses um i never knew in the bible that orion arcturus you know all of these are mentioned mm-hmm. you know so um when you start to look at the bible as more of a cosmic story mm-hmm. than like a story of you know just these people and these lessons you know it's really all there you know and mm-hmm. it really is more of a cosmic story than it is a story of just people yeah. <laughs> you know
0: <laughs> totally totally and yeah and I mean obviously we're not saying go out and read the Bible if you want to go ahead yeah but if yeah. you don't know what so
1: that's the thing so for me it's it's the connection because it's the information that I already have mm-hmm. you know what I mean and we all get to And we'll all eventually get to a certain knowing and understanding by how it was on our journey. Again, Mm -hmm. our journeys, and this is so important in this time right now to understand our journeys are so individual and so unique. Mm -hmm. And we all, even the best of us get in the habit of looking at somebody else's journey and judging a little bit because, you know, and the thing is, is the best thing we can do is just walk next to somebody else on their journey and but just know that you know there's no one place we're all supposed to be and however it is that your individual soul gets there is beautiful wonderful and perfect you know Mm -hmm. it's just like I said I reference it a lot because that's how you know because God knows I know certain scripture so he'll um bring certain and there's a lot of times that what i learned in church which there was always a hole in it for me when he brings it to me i'm like that's what that meant holy Mm. crap so you know that's how they'll communicate with me because they'll communicate with us all so individually and different depending on where we've been on our journey, mm-hmm. you know? And so that's just, so that's why I referenced a lot because that's what they use for communication for me. Yep. Um, and the cool thing about any, um, any religious text or ancient, you know, text is it's almost like it's a living word. So it's okay that at one state of consciousness, you take the information for meaning one thing, But you have to keep yourself open and not just get stuck to that because like religious texts are also multi-dimensional Yes, that they will mean one thing at one time. And then as your consciousness grows, you'll see that it means something else.
0: Well, it's a great point. And, and you, you know, people that are, when you start tapping into that spiritual communication, which is how, and I, I don't want to get too far off topic, but like when you are tapping into spiritual communication, you are interacting with multiple, like you may have different dimensional connections of one particular soul come in and communicate with you. And on one dimension, you're getting information that is tied to maybe like more of the physical. And on another level, you're getting stuff that's more tied to their, to their soul's purpose or to their soul's growth. And or even could be on another dimension, you're getting past life stuff. So it is very important to understand that in one channel, in one aspect of communication, you could be getting multiple layers of communication from the same entity, being yeah. spiritual being.
1: Because at all times when something is being played out in the spiritual realm, to us here, it's a, a story is being played out in the physical Yeah. You know, so it's like, you know, we have a lot of stories going on on planet Earth right now, you know, and these are the physical stories that we can see, which is why we're always saying, if you can kind of be above and observe, you know, the story playing out and not get yourself too wrapped up in it. But it's like at the same time, there's a spiritual story being played out, but it's being played out here in the physical so we can reference you know mm-hmm.
0: what's going on and and that's a great that's a it's a great point in the sense that too that's exactly how astrology works like so there are these events that occur outside of outside of this earth outside of us that can impact ideas, energies, movements that we have and see in this world and for instance the Lionsgate portal was one example but the study of astrology is exactly what Brooke just said there. It is how the different energies external us, but more tailored or more specific to the, uh, the astrological plane that, the uh, then it is, you know, the third dimensional right here plane. Yeah. So we already know about the moon and how that affects the shifts of, um, the tides in the water. And the the one thing that's been coming up recently is how much water we are. You know, there's like what, 75% of our body, don't quote me on that, but it's a large percentage of our body is water. Yeah. And we've talked before about how so many studies out there have have shown us that how we talk to water can impact its it's shapes, impact its um it's uh, cohesion, you know? Yeah. And can distort I just saying, it. Even
1: it's, even it's makeup. You know, exactly. there's yes. uh, there's videos out there that are so cool. And it's something you learn in Reiki, you know, to, um, you know, there's people that are religious that bless their food, yeah. you know, and, um, or, you know, you, it, I, I need to stop saying that because it's not, you don't have to be religious to do these things. Um, there is something, and there's actually a video that shows that I wish I knew I was going to talk about this and link all these things, but they actually, so you take, uh, there's drops of water they put on microscopes that are just, you know, from a bottle of water. Mm-hmm. And then there's the water that you like touch and, or, you know, you write the word love on the bottle or you hold it with the intention of love and healing when you drink it. And then they put that under a microscope. The entire chemistry of the water has changed.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah. So there's some cool stuff out there if you guys want to look into it. Oh. So that goes with, you know, how our bodies are 75% water. I think you're right with that number. It's, it's around there somewhere, mm-hmm. but how we can talk to our bodies and think if you can change a bottle of water with these words and these feelings, imagine what that is doing inside of your body. When you give yourself love Mm -hmm. and you give yourself these things, you can change the entire chemistry of your body.
0: Mm -hmm. Exactly. So, uh, so what we, so well, Brooke brought this topic to us uh, some time ago, or I, I don't know. I think you just alluded to me bringing it to you. And I don't recall that. And I'm sorry about that either way we've been doing some research on it and found a few things that we wanted to share with you. And now it, it, this blog that I found that really resonated with me a great deal only touches on the idea of astrology and it's, and it's uh effect on the ascension process or your awakening process on a very, on a very superficial level. It is, it does not get too deep, but I feel like as Brooke pointed out earlier, that's just kind of how we work as well. So there's a, there's, there's a reason that, that, that we're going to talk about this particular blog and the the website in which I found this is, is called the way And that's all one word, the way And it's a blog about the, in, in this particular topic is, is in their blog section. And, um, he starts off the blog in this way. He says spiritual matters and astrology are sometimes discussed together, and to the person in the street, may seem connected. Astrology is concerned with understanding the connection between the movement of celestial bodies and the events on earth. So, um, understandably, he says, then some say the astrology is one of the seven keys to unlocking the secrets of the universe. Therefore, it is reasonable to ask, does astrology play a role in spiritual development? And that second question that he asks, or that question that he asks for is, is a question that we are only going to literally scratch the surface on today. But what he, the point that he makes there in that astrology is concerned with understanding the connection between the movement of celestial bodies and the events on earth that is really what we're going to hit on today. And the author's name is Mark. He doesn't leave his last name, but um, if you go to that website, you you'll, you can see it. And it was written actually just last year, September 22nd of 2022, September 22nd of 2020. So now that is such a huge understanding in that when you look at it, every time we hear about astrology we hear about how it affects the way we feel the um the energies that we're picking up around the world or earth and then also you know you have these like portals that are open now that's something we need to get into a little bit more but that's typically what we hear of when we hear what typically what we hear about when we hear about astrology and how that's affecting us so that makes complete sense would you you would agree, right?
1: Yeah, absolutely.
0: Yeah. So, and the Lion's Portal is, is a prime example of that that we discussed last week. And I don't want to rediscuss that, but um, he brings up, there are three aspects of astrology that astrological, as, astrological readers will attempt to talk about. And I will say this, I have reached out to so many astrologists um, who are psychics to try to get them to come on? And I'll tell you, that is not a tough. That is a tough nut to crack. I cannot get these people to come on. I mean, I I I have reached out to people across the country, across the globe. I had a woman in um Ireland, Ireland,
1: even,
0: yeah, yeah, that I was trying to interview, and I just can't get them. They, I mean, they they even say they're going to do it, and then they don't show up, and it's crazy. So, yeah, it
1: most it probably the timing too, because like what's good for us might be like three o'clock in the morning over there. You know? Yeah,
0: so true, so true. So, um, the the Mark brings up three. He he says that when you go to an uh, astrologist who is is also a psychic and and trying to help you, he says there are three different topics that they talk about: astrological transit charts, which are. Um, They are natal charts that answer the question who you are and they look at what's happening now. Uh, Put simply, and I'm reading this verbatim right now, what effects are the planets and stars having on you right now or in the near future? And I do find that a lot of these, I do subscribe to some of them and um, like, well, I used to on Facebook, I'm no longer there, but uh, I have noticed that there is a lot of like, there's, there's a lot of good information that comes from that. And it explain it can explain a lot about the different things that you're feeling at different moments. So it's definitely not something by far, it is something to be considered when doing all of this.
1: Um, Absolutely. Because this goes into something that I've been passionate about getting this message out about, you know, um, you have like a lot of sites, where it's like a Schumann Resonance site or like, you know, a lot of the energy sites and he'll be like, oh, how are you feeling today? You know what I mean? Because this person in particular may be having um, what you might, what we call a negative day or, um, or some issues going on that day. And then you have people going, well, God, I'm fine. I'm fine. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Well, that's the thing these energies, we're all of these different frequencies, you know, and we are all, um, so we, each energy that comes in is going to affect each of us different. I mean, how messed up would it be if the whole globe is having a bad day on the same day? You know, how, how wild would it be if we we're all in our like mania, woo for a day? You know what I mean? Well, I mean, that could be fun if we all had a, one of those woo days together, you know? So it's like these energies, it's, it's almost like a cool way that they made sure that it took turns with us that way, while some were, you know, purging and doing their job, others are holding the light, you know, and then vice versa. So, Mm -hmm. you know, just because somebody else just, it's cool when you find somebody else who's synced, who is synced up with you. Mm -hmm. And I've actually come across other people who are in sync with my moods. Um, And so you're like, oh, we must be kind of on that same, like energetic level or, we match these frequencies when they come in and then you see other people who were perfectly fine when you were not well and then you know a week or two later it's kind of like their turn for whatever alignment it is affecting them at the time. Yep. You know?
0: Yep. Yep. Absolutely right. And and you know that reference to the different you know Cs so you know, when the moon comes out on one planet, or I'm sorry, in one section of the world, it, and the tide rises in one section, the, to to elaborate on your point about how we're all affected differently, a tide that occurs in one section of the planet doesn't occur on the other. And it's just like, it's, it, it is exactly what you just described and how we all experience energies at different uh, different ways and at different times. So like I may feel it today, but then Brooke might feel it tomorrow and you may feel it the day after. So definitely all ties into the relationship of, hey, each of our pairs are different each of the ways that we feel energy are different. And we all have to be very accepting and understanding of these differences and act in accordance with that, not separating ourselves, but understanding that we're all one, just experiencing it in different ways.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And I guess this goes into the astrology of how I guess, you know, I better pay more attention when the moon is in Scorpio or this is in Leo or that is in, you know what I mean? So I guess that's how it does play into it.
0: Yeah. So you're right there, but, but there is something else that we, uh, there, that I want to bring up. And this is where I feel like this guy really, and actually in this, in this blog, he interviews somebody else and Yeah. And he talks about that very point and I'm curious. All right. I, well,
1: get back to it then. I'm yeah. getting off track. Get back no, to it.
0: All good. All good. So uh, we talked about the astrological transit chart, which is what, which is um, it answers the question who you are and what is happening right now. Then you have the natal chart and the natal chart it talks about and, and explores your personality and uh, personality traits and, d- and predispositions. And you know, anyone that knows, Uh, or that goes to an astrologist for um, an astrological psychic knows that they are going to tell you about why you feel and interpret energies the way that you do. And that's where the natal chart comes in. Um, Hey, what is my life going to be in the future? And and it's all based off of how you interpret energy. But that interpretation is very subjective. And that is what we're going to get into with what Brooke just said. So, the natal chart talks about your personality and your predispositions based on the position of the planets and stars when you were born. So yes, that can impact you, and have an in, have an effect on. I like I know that I've done some uh, some online psychic readings where you just plug in your date of birth and stuff, and and then they tell you, hey, this is what this is how you think, this is how you are, and there's a lot of truth in it a lot of them are really good and accurate uh, when they tell you that kind of stuff. Um,
1: yeah.
0: Um, but uh, what he says is all you need to know is the place and time you were born and that helps you determine that kind of stuff in the natal chart. So it's interesting how the, the alignment of planets can affect uh, your energy and your personality and what you're predisposed to in your life going forward i just i do find that to be very interesting
1: yeah now
0: now the um the last uh aspect of astrology that or the third chart that um these psychics get into and how astrology can play into all of this is the astrology chart looks at the synergy and i'm reading this uh looks at the synergy or differences between two people. So you can use these, uh, relationship charts to see if you're compatible or to see if, uh, to see if you're compatible with a particular person or the person that you're currently with is compatible with you. And that could be that relationship could be anything. It could be a friendship. It could be your intimate, uh, like your marriage. It could be your whatever coworker, anything, um, and this is, he says in it, this is a very popular one for a lot of people uh, because a lot of these people are, a lot of people that go to these types of readers are curious about the relationships that they have in their life and how, you know, that is like, wh- so what I'll say there though, is that if you were to go to a psychic reader that deals with astrology, understand that you can These are stuff you can overcome this kind of stuff, though, like just because your astrology chart uh, or your synergy chart says that, hey, you and this person might not be compatible doesn't necessarily mean you can't work it out. And that's what I want to talk about or what we can talk, what we'll talk about. Absolutely.
1: Because, you know, that's the thing, because there's times that. You know, the person we're with might be something that is just in our path for our lesson, something we need to learn or something for them. So we can't go by that. But I was in line, it was before my husband and I got married. I was in line for like, a, I think I was going to the Queen Latifah show. And uh, we were in line and this lady comes up to me and she goes, you're a Scorpio. I'm like, yeah. And she's like, and the guy you're going to marry is Aquarius. <laughs> you know, I was like, Yeah. And she was like, okay, as long as you can get over, like not really knowing where he is and him not communicating and making phone calls and him kind of doing his own thing. She's like, you two are going to be great.
0: Ah, That's awesome. (laughs) And
1: I was like, oh my gosh, that's so crazy. Cause like I used to tell him it's before we even, it's before everybody had cell phones all the time. Mm -hmm. And I used to tell him like, I would be like home with like our ramen noodle, noodle dinner ready that's what we were eating back in the day mm-hmm. and um you know he got off work at 4 30 and also like seven o'clock he's not even around yet I go like, oh, what the heck and like my whole thing was is like I honestly don't care where you are like just like go hey like I might not be home till like eight or nine so that I could be out doing something you know what I mean like I mm-hmm. didn't care where he was but it was so true that he would just kind of He was just doing his thing, like, get off work. I'm going to stop here and do this. And I get home and I get home. But (laughs) it was really weird because she was like, she nailed it. (laughs) And I feel like that little bit of information she gave me helped me with some more understanding. And I was able to like get past that with that little bit of help.
0: Totally. And like, you know, that's also when you could, when you get information from an individual and you take the optimistic perspective from it but aren't necessarily tied to like these quote-unquote laws where but hey this this sign is not is not um
1: compatible
0: correct with another sign you know you you move in accordance with what you you know with what you feel intuitively rather than through these you know the laws of of astrology or what astrology says should or shouldn't happen you know yeah so, I f- but there are some people out there that hold on to this very, very tightly. Yeah. And so, like, there, here's another example. Actually, we talked about the moon. Um, Brooke just talked about uh, the relationships, Mercury retrograde. Now, no doubt, so many of you guys have heard about met- Mercury retrograde and what happens in uh, the Mercury retrogrades, which we have a few throughout the year. They're, you know, fun times. But, <laughs> so for those of you that don't know, Mercury retrograde, Mercury retrograde is to put it in its simplest form. It's when a lot of these old, and we talked about this in healing, these old wounds kind of come up to the surface and test your healing. I mean, the Mercury retrograde is all about testing those healing, those healing potentials that you have, what you have in your life and what you have healed from. So when you're, when, when the, the earth is in a, in, in this alignment, in this retrograde, I always equate it to, and I forget where I heard this, but a, think of a bicycle. When you're seeing the spokes on a bicycle wheel, you know, the bike is going forward, but the spokes look like they're going backwards.
1: Right. That,
0: is, that is a metro, Mercury retrograde because you're like, why am I feeling all of this old, why, why am I feeling these old wounds? Why am I feeling this old energy that I, that I feel like I have healed from already? Well, it's part of that three-phase healing where the, the universe always brings it back up to test how truly healed you are. And our interpretation of it and our judgments of it and our expectations of it are extremely important. I say, release those expectations, release those judgments, be present in the moment and accept what is for what is the the, the universe is showing you hey are you truly healed or asking yeah. you that question and then your your response to it will determine if it continuously comes up or not did you fully heal you you will know that through how you handle this situation yeah
1: and and this is happening to you, whether you believe in it or not, very, you very know, true. so that's the funny thing. Cause it's like, I feel like when I started talking about the moon, you know, so many years ago, everybody, like a lot of people don't believe it in it, you know, and especially did at that time. But I'm finding that now that a lot more people are starting to see and understand that, yep. you know, and, um, kind of my confirmation on these things is, didn't choose to, I just kind of like study people and study. And that's my fascination with why I do stay on Facebook is because I've, I've used it for so long, like to see kind of like algorithms Mm -hmm. of like, when I know certain things are going on energetically, or when the moon, I can like see People, I almost see them in these moods. You know, like when I go to stores during these times, like um, I'm I'm somebody who goes, who frequents like the same stores and knows the cashiers and BSs with them. And like during these times of moons or retrogrades, I'll kind of go, hey, you know. I'll be like, how, how are you today? she's like, oh my God, my customers today. You know what I mean? Mm, And I'm like, like, oh really? Like what's going on? Like I kind of play stupid to get the information, but it's like, yeah. So it's like, if you doubt it, just kind of look around at these times and know that they don't affect every single person in the same way, Mm -hmm. but you will find that a bulk of people are maybe having some tough times during these times. You know, if you really like start paying attention to it.
0: Yep. And I, well, and I'll tell you another thing too, like beyond Mercury retrograde, there are these solar flares within the sun that actually shoot energy to earth. And you'll see like the, um, the, uh, the resident earth's resonance earth's own, you know, will fluctuate with the amount of energy that hits the world. And that's another way in which we all feel energy so differently, but When it comes down to it, it is how we handle that energy that is these, you know, these shifts, these waves, because these alignments of the sun, I'm sorry, of the planets and the sun are all part of why we feel these different waves. You know, we are, we carry our own tides, if you will. And just as we said, a tide might rise in the West, but then, then lower in the East, and that is a prime example of how we each feel this differently, but how we must not, we mustn't judge the West or the East in its, in its rise or fall at that specific time. We simply have to, like Brooke has so eloquently put and beautifully stated, hold the light for them. It's so important and uh, very helpful to us all. Yeah. Judgments are such a huge aspect of this, though, that it, it is our labeling, it is our judgment of what we feel that will really dictate and put, move us into a direction, whether it's high vibrational or low vibrational, if we can hold the idea of gratitude of, hey, thank you for allowing me to feel this, because what is it revealing within me that I need to heal, or if we judge it like this sucks, you know, obviously just from those statements alone where are we going to go you know that's certainly not going to we're not going to be high vibrational if we're judging it in you know that this sucks kind of thing but yeah
1: because our our tides are going to come our emotions are going to come our waves are going to come and i just feel like this information helps people to understand that um like it's you but it's not you you know what i mean it's like there may be something you have to look at there may be something that is just being purged from earth in general, that you are a conduit at the time that is being used to help purge this. And so it's just important to not be hard on yourselves or judge, or, you know, it's like, I feel like there's so many things that can be a catch 22 because they hear us talking about the dark night of the soul and releasing. And, you know, when these times come, Please don't. I mean, yes, if you could observe a little bit and you can consciously know, oh, I think I'm going to get rid of this. That, that is so cool if you can, mm-hmm. but if you can you do not have to sit and think about what's wrong with you. You know, what's wrong with me? What's wrong with me? Just, it's going to pass. Just sit as peacefully as you can for that time. It's okay that you're feeling what we would call a negative And it's going to it'll it'll pass, you know. So just these times don't be hard on yourself, don't dig into oh god, what's wrong with me? Why am I such a because I did that (laughs) for so long, so I knew it got me nowhere.
0: (laughs) Yeah. And so all right, and on the so those are just some of the examples of how the different energies can affect us. Now he goes into. Um, how the spiritual perspective can play into all this. And this is what I find to be so spot on. And what he does is he, he screenshots a conversation that he has with, um, what I, I think, let me see I think this is, okay, hold on, It's a conversation between, a student oh and and himself i'm sorry so it's a conversation it's not someone that he interviewed it's just a conversation that he had with one of his students who was asking him a question now i feel like this this nails how this all translates into the spiritual realm brilliantly so i'm going to read it to you verbatim um and he goes okay By the way, what do you think about Mercury retrograde? Uh, That's the student. Mark says it's real, but not relevant. Student, not relevant with a question, Mark. Can you explain? Then he goes, Mark says, spirituality takes you beyond astrology, which is 100% true. And we're going to get into this. So one thing I do want to preface this with though is understand okay everything that that Brooke and I were just talking about about how we all interpret energy differently it is also very important to understand that we balance energy differently so like when we feel a low vibrational energy the age of your soul will really dictate how well you can balance energy out and and also the importance of what Brooke said how holding light for someone that is maybe a little bit younger on a soul's age and struggling to balance that energy, how holding that light is so important. So let me just, I'll, I just want to put that out there. So now he says uh, the student, uh, Oh, Mark says spirituality takes you beyond astrology. Then the student says, I know, but when dealing with things on a third dimension, physical things, should we be aware of, for example, not starting a new relationship or signing contracts during mercury retrograde the physical world is still governed by physical phenomenon like mercury retrograde correct what a question mark and he goes yes agreed but if you're aligned with your life plan and inner guidance then things should run smoothly there's okay mm, that's I don't necessarily agree Run smoothly because there's always, there are always obstacles.
1: Yeah, I'm in between on that. Cause I know yeah. like um, since I've been aware of Mercury retrogrades, um, you know, I, uh, I take into consideration, I like being aware that there is something cosmically going on, mm-hmm. but I also feel solid if there's a decision during that time that I have to make, I'm fine with making that decision.
0: Exactly. You know, exactly. I completely agree with you. And, and I'll tell you, uh, for those of you that don't know when, when the earth is in a Mercury retrograde, there, there are these, you know, psychics, spiritual psychics, astrologers out there that say, you probably want to not make any large decisions, purchases during these moments and times, because, You don't want to act on impulse. You don't want to act on just the moment, the time, the feeling of the moment. You want to be patient. But to be honest with you, you want to be that all the time. So yeah,
1: but I look back and like, you know, I think all of us can look back to um, things we did and decisions we made that we go, wow, I can't believe I did that. mm -hmm, Like mm -hmm. now it's like, how did I end up with that cat? How did Mm -hmm. I end up with this house? How did I end up with that car? How did I end up with that boat? So but when you look back, but then you can also say, but I'm glad that I had that. And sometimes it takes this extra little bit of crazy to get you to do something you wouldn't usually do. And then we, you know what I mean? So not all those things are mistakes or shouldn't have done. Sometimes it takes that little extra something to move you at the time.
0: Yeah, (laughs) so true, so true. And and I mean, I, I just look at it like, I'm someone that really tries to any kind anytime I get a feeling, um, to I really try to step back from it. And I always look at divine communication as repetitive. They will push if if you're meant to get something, don't keep pushing the feeling. So yes. I might get it one time, but I'll step back from it, just observe, and then I'll leave it for a little while and see if it does come back up and if it does continuously come up, I know then that that's something that I'm supposed to move on. So, um, and that's where I not necessarily agree with things will run smoothly. Cause that I, I feel like that that's, you know, they don't always run smoothly there. There's a lot of obstacles. There are a lot of uh, healing aspects that need to take place and that does not feel smooth.
1: Yeah. <laughs> so. I just, I, I personally just think as long as we're here in this, realm it's not supposed to be smooth
0: yes exactly i agree with you we're in school soul yeah soul school
1: (laughs) yeah i don't think it's supposed to be smooth
0: yeah but but uh he okay so i'll finish reading and then i'll tell you what i do agree with him though and then he says we tend to find that friction occurs when we don't go with the flow so either you have to try and control Or moderate your behavior according to your environment, including astrology. Or you are in harmony with it, and then there is ease. So, and then the student says, thank you. Such a simple and profound answer makes sense completely. So, yeah, but as we said, it's not so easy. You know, it takes a lot of work, effort to be still in the mind, to allow these Feelings that we have to present themselves and then see how reoccurring they are to ensure that they are divinely inspired. Um, but one thing that I agree with him completely on is that spirituality takes you beyond astrology in a in a surf superficial type of way. What I mean by that is that if you are aware of the energies you feel that is step one. You become aware. Step two is you release judgment. You release expectations. Step three is you simply observe. And that is where you begin to go beyond the astra- the astrological portion of this and step in to a more, a higher consciousness, to a higher level and to the spiritual aspects of all of this, when you can do those three steps. And that is key to this yeah now he says why is astrology his next point is why astrology is not that important from a spiritual perspective and basically he says okay first we need to acknowledge that astrology is real and is an ancient science so i agree with that and Mm -hmm. it is it is Like the ancient Egyptians and the Mayans used astrology tremendously powerfully in powerful ways um, to affect their energy, to bring light. And and that's where we can leverage astrology to to really help us grow rather than to look at it as it could be a potentially low vibrational thing. It can help us grow if we use it those times, those Mercury retrogrades to ensure that we are fully healed when these old wounds come back up. Like they are very powerful and yes, very real, but also showing us um, how we are able to control yeah, I, and separate. I feel behaviors. like
1: we're in we're in a time where most of us are just trying to figure out how to not struggle through energies, right? but i feel like the where we where it would be cool if we could get to is if we knew that there was a struggle but then we also knew that these are very energetically powerful times and we can harness this energy to put into good stuff you know and so but we're we're in a phase where we're just trying to struggle through these energies to where this is also a time where things are very powerful and, you know, things that you are trying to make happen in your life, these are the most powerful times to make those things actually happen. Yeah. You know, so I almost feel like we're being led astray by the people that's like, don't make any decisions to where if you know that there's a decision to be made and you're making it, these are actually the most powerful times to make something happen in your life also. Yeah. But- with everything, there's that polarity, you know, there's that pendulum swing, there's that, you know, duality, you know, so as much as things can be used this way, it's also a very powerful time the other way, you Mm -hmm. know?
0: Mm -hmm. Well, yeah. And if, if something's been resonating or coming up a lot before this moment, and, and now it's just a moment that you're making the decision, then, you know, there's a lot of, there's a lot of spirituality there. There's a lot of, divine connection and communication that has occurred prior to this moment in time. So you can make that with a sense of confidence, knowing that, okay, this isn't anything that's just coming up at this moment. So, um, you've taken the time to step back from it and allow it to build and resonate with you and allow them to connect with you to reassure you that all is going to be well. So, and uh, here's an example of that. So, you know, before I quit my job, um, in it, I was getting that communication that it's coming, it's coming, it's coming. Now, at the moment that they said, go, I've, I was already getting these messages for months and I just kept stepping back from it, waiting for the moment that they told me to go. Now, when they told me to go, I didn't care where Mercury was. <laughs> I, yeah. I went, you know, it didn't right. matter. And that's right. exactly that. That is, that is an example of what we're saying there. You yes. Know? So. Now, this next, this next piece I found to be interesting as well. He says, however, astrology is concerned with observing the correlation between the physical planets, stars, and the physical world. This means that astrology is fundamentally based in geometry, numerology, and psychology. Therefore, astrology is concerned with the lower super uh, spiritual realms. Man. Man. They're okay. Uh, yeah, see, that's not, I don't believe that to be completely accurate because we know all, we all have connections. Like these planets are also ascending. We know this and are carrying consciousnesses with that. That is, that while the, practice of astrology may be may be based in geometry numerology and psychology that might be true astrology in and of itself on an entire level i feel is way deeper than just that aspect and i'll tell you why when i first started the channel um uh who was it that was coming to me uh oh Ryan oh ah. Orion, who was come is who was coming to me and I did not even understand fully who Orion was at the moment at the time you know and I was completely taken back by it and yet Orion as many of you know has an astrological presence in the Orion's belt so it's more than just what he's leading up, what he is understanding it at the moment. He's just looking at it on a superficial level, but it goes deeper than that, and we just have to be aware of it. Nothing more. Um, so th- definitely an important idea that I wanted to bring up. And numerology, as you guys all know, and that's where a lot of the your date of birth comes in. That natal chart that he talked about earlier. That's where all that comes in. Hey, what's your number? And you take your. Your, um, you take your date of birth, you add that up, and then say it comes out to like, I think mine is, I don't know, uh, sixteen or something, and then you add that together to get seven. seven. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then that's your that's your that's your number, that's your spiritual number or whatever they call it. I don't even know. Um, go ahead.
1: Yeah, it's your life. Yeah, your life, life path number. number. There yeah. you go. Yes. Yeah, and then and I told you guys about that before. It's very fun, very simple. Yeah. Um, that's one of the very easy ones to look up. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I was uh, 11. But when you read about, it, it kind of does help you understand. And I've even, I've read other people's to them. And it's funny because while they're like, no. And this is where all this comes in too with our personalities and what's been done to our human versus like what our soul is. Because there's sometimes when I see people going, no but I'm looking at it at a soul level, not at a human level. And if mm-hmm. I look at the person on their soul level, this does match them. Yep. Now they're going no, because they're thinking about how they react in human situations or how they feel on the human side of it. But a lot of these times I've actually read them and I go, I can see this person's not going to think this, but if I think about their soul, which is what I see, I'm like, this kind of matches up. So it's kind of cool. But that's a yeah. really easy one to look up. Yes. The natal ones, get there's a little more that is involved. But um, life path number is really fun. Put in life path calculator and you can find out and what mm-hmm. your number is and read all kinds of stuff on it.
0: Yeah. and And I'll tell you another thing, actually, with what you were just saying there, where you were saying that they may not look at it this way you don't think they're going to see it in this way but because you see it from a soul's perspective you understand how it is affecting their life what is so interesting is to see if that person is able to begin that process of changing their mindset their belief system and then aligns to that like that is so cool to see that if it were if it were to happen i don't know it i'm sure it doesn't It, it does in some instances but you know how many i don't know
1: yeah,
0: it's interesting, though. That's pretty cool. <laughs> um, So his next one, I do resonate with uh, very much show. And, and maybe you do as well, Brooke, and, and you out there audience. But he says spiritual awareness and insight within the higher spiritual realms reveal the presence of spiritual guides, ascendant masters, and ultimately God, the source. Furthermore, through spiritual growth and meditation, you may discover that you are internally guided by your soul and spirit absolutely 100 percent, yes and not guided by the alignment of the stars and and brooke and i provided an example of what not being guided by the souls and i mean the stars and the and the planets looks like and that is when i quit my job i was getting that communication before it. and what regardless of where the the the, the moon and the stars were didn't matter because i knew the uh the guidance was coming from above i knew i could move and it didn't care i didn't care about mercury retrograde or anything else i knew it was the, the right thing to do and i was moving in alignment with my with my soul
1: yeah and then "Guys, oh. when you're doing that when you're moving in alignment with your soul once you learn how your inner god once you learn your communication we've said this before other people are not maybe not going to agree with what you're doing They're going to question you. They're going to think you're crazy. Mm -hmm. They're going to not understand. So, these are these can be very hard times when you know that you're listening to your soul on something and you're making a decision based off of that. Um, You know, people aren't going to agree. So, you just have to know yourself and your soul and your God in you strongly enough that you're confident in what you're doing, you know, for whatever the outcome is going to be. And, like I said, when you're listening to your, like some people think, well, if I'm going to follow my soul, then the journey after this is going to be so smooth and so perfect because I listened to my soul. No, your soul might be putting you into some stuff. You know what I mean? To either learn something or to teach somebody else something or to show you something. So it doesn't even always mean that it's going to be the smooth and easy path when you follow your soul. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. but in the long run, you can of those things you look back like 10 years from now going, wow, like I'm so glad I moved. If I hadn't moved, then you know, this X, Y, and Z might not have happened. Or, you know, so we just learn to matter of fact, it's a good time to I just heard this before we hopped on. And it was an anagram for the word faith. Mm-hmm. Find answers in the heart. So faith, find answers in the heart. You know, I know a lot of people follow their gut don't always follow your gut. Maybe that can be like your first cue. Maybe that can be what brings awareness to the fact that you are looking at something, but bring that up to your heart and listen to it in your heart.
0: I love that.
1: Yeah. Faith, find answers in the heart.
0: Love that. Wow. That's awesome. Really, really cool. Do you get like, do you get them sent to you regularly or something or how did that come up?
1: No, that was something I just came across, like, um, f- you know, scrolling Facebook and a video oh. popped up. And wow. it was like, it was like one of the first, like, as soon as I turned it on, that was something that was said. And I was like, wow, I love that. Yeah. You know, I agree. Yeah. Sweet. But I mean, sometimes our first like cue is the gut, but that's, mm-hmm. not we to, that's not where we want to look for the answers. That just might be that thing that's, telling us to look into something more, you know, and that's what you want to bring up to your heart and really sit with it. Yep. Yep. Mm
0: -hmm. Awesome. So, well, yeah, but I do like that a lot. That's really cool. Um, the last thing that, uh, the last two aspects he talks on and, and we did kind of touch on this a little bit, but I do want to bring it up in this blog, um, is he says, astrology runs the show when you are spiritually asleep what he's basically saying there is that you're not grounded if you're astrology if your energy is being moved by the stars and the sun and the alignment at which it is at the current moment you're not grounded <laughs> i mean there's really no other way to explain that because you your power is given to the alignment of the stars and taken from you so there, there's a lot of, there's a lot of truth there. Now you would say to that, that people that are driven by that energy, one, aren't grounded and two, probably a little bit, you know, not necessarily older souls and, um, and may struggle to balance energy. Mm-hmm. So. Um, but I do want to read this to you because I, I, the way the way he words it is is interesting. So to that, astrology runs the show when you're spiritually asleep. He says astrology defines the nature of the unconscious parts of you, which include your mind, emotions, ego, and body. Your natal chart determines how you unconsciously react to your environment. Your transit charts define transit chart defines what you encounter within your environment. Put simply, if you are spiritually asleep in life, then your default behaviors will run on autopilot like clockwork. Think of astrology as the gears of a clock constantly cycling around making the passage of time. And yes, again, he is basically describing an ungrounded soul, an ungrounded physical being who is driven and moved by the shifts of energy within this realm. And you see that every day in you anybody that watches the news will see what someone that is driven by the universal energy of the moment you know
1: oh yeah it's like you know when people like just even a few short years ago didn't give anything to the moon talk to nurses and doctors and police officers
0: <laughs> oh and school teachers
1: i'll tell you no
0: <laughs> Yo, school teachers the same they know yes, yes.
1: Yes, the teachers
0: are always like, Brooke, what is going on right now? Yeah, all day long. Is there a full moon tonight? Because these kids are off the charts. Yeah. Yeah. What the thing is, you know what's so interesting is that there is, you know, you you will see that. You will see habitual patterns that occur in these shifts. And we can't, we can't mistaken or can't like, just push aside what all these different these nurses these cops these teachers are saying in these moments <laughs> like they see these patterns they might not intuitively know what exactly is going on but what we are seeing is ungrounded souls that are moving with those behaviors uh, souls that aren't equipped well enough yet that are learning i should say that are learning how to balance energy <clears throat> but you know, first they have to experience how they are not able to balance energy. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, And then the last piece of this, uh, I'll read it to you. Intuition and awareness run the show when you are spiritually awake. Now, I feel like a lot of people out there and the audience members are on the verge of becoming spiritually awake or already spiritually awake. And you guys are understanding the importance of balancing energy and why why being aware of the alignments of the stars and the sun is important, but also how it doesn't necessarily or is not your driving force. And that's important. And I'll read to you what he says here. But as you become more spiritual, well,
1: that's the key. Yeah. So, you no, know, not to be the driving force. Correct. So there's going to be times that you're going to feel it and that's okay, but that's not going to be your driver. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, you don't want that to be what's driving you at the time. Yeah, exactly. It's going to highlight your driving force. Cause that's, that's the key. There's not going to be your driving force. We're not saying that you might not feel something or that, you know, you
0: know, just don't let it drive you. So true, Brooks. So yeah. true. And I'll, I'll read this last part. Uh, but as you become more spiritually awake and aware, then you can then you can tune in more to your life's plan. Moreover, as you practice developing the six virtues, so that your soul develops, then you become more aligned with love. You are naturally becoming more sensitive to guide to guidance because you are more awake and aligned with love. Furthermore, you are more centered within that which is beyond personality and thus beyond astrology. That naturally happens as you enjoy and explore meditation and being centered, like practicing mindfulness. Yeah, those are steps. Those are, you practice meditation and mindfulness to, to ensure that you're not driven by the alignment of the stars and the sun.
1: Yeah, that that makes um. I mean that yeah, short and sweet and simple. That mm-hmm. makes sense. That when we're not aware that that is the the driving, you know, that that's how we go until we find that until we're more conscious about it. Exactly. And, yeah, that's pretty cool.
0: Yeah. So with that, I mean to recap, astrology is a factor. It is something to be aware of, on a on a superficial level. It can impact us greatly, and we can. Also, and this is where it begins to get a little bit deeper, and that is something Brooke brought up earlier, and that is how we can use it to become more powerful. So when we are subjected to more energy, our souls can use that, obviously, in one of two ways, a lower vibrational way or a higher vibrational way. Your decision to move with that energy in a higher vibrational way will absolutely make you stronger. So you can take that energy and use it to grow, to, to incorporate more light into your body and thus remove more density from your body, thus filling your soul with more light and making your physical body lighter. So there's so much more we can get into with that. Like you could get into diet. You can get into how the diet will affect the energy, the things that we put into our body. And how that also is affecting the different things because we said that you're, you know, 75% water or something along those lines. So all of that will impact how you feel at different times and how like stronger that energy that is being presented to you may be felt depending on what it is you are subjecting your body or putting into your body. What you're subjecting to it with. But there are no wrongs. There are no everything is right. You are where you are for a reason. You're learning what you need to learn. Be patient, obviously, with yourself and where you are, knowing that you're moving in the direction that you are meant to move in.
1: I'm being so pushed right now to throw this out there. And Please this do. made such a big difference for me. So this is for the ladies. This is for the ladies. Um, so speaking of energy and power and you know how we're told like certain things are like, you know, oh, people with the moon, it's negative. Um, something that hit me when I heard it and really made me feel so much better was PMS and women. We've been told from the beginning of time that like, oh, this is when you're moody, this is when you're a bee. this is when you're this, this is when you're grumpy, this is when you're emotional. Um, if you take all of what we're saying about energy into play, we've been told kind of these lies and that's what we hang on to that. Oh, we're just moody or we're just emotional. This is also a time with these hormones in your body energetically that you are also most powerful. You know, that you are also, so I just, I know as a woman that just changed the game for me because I think we all get down on ourselves at this time and we all go, oh my gosh, like I'm PMS. And so therefore I'm, I'm in a bad mood and I'm being this and I'm being that. But if you flip that and understand, it's also one of the times that you were also energetically very powerful and that's sometimes things are coming up at those times also, just like with energies, we kind of have this monthly purging, but look at it as that is when you're strong, not when, you know, cause we, we've been like told all of our lives that that's when we're weak and that's when we're just emotional. And that's when we're, when really it's one of the times that we are the strongest, you know?
0: It's all about perspective. I love it. Yeah.
1: And it is because all, I mean, that's the thing, like all of our lives, we've been told the negatives about it and we've Mm -hmm. all fed into that story when it helped me, when I heard this for me and I'm sure that, I mean, I was like, oh my God, yes. So now when it comes and I'm getting emotional, I look at it more like a powerful energy, like, okay, what do I want to do with this emotion? Mm-hmm. How do I want to harness this emotion? Mm-hmm. You know, so, but it was like nagging at me. I was like, I have to throw this out there because I just know what a difference it made for me to have a different perspective on that than That's- just to think that, you know, it's our worst time of the month when it can actually be one of our most powerful and best and energetic times of the month also.
0: That's beautiful that's beautiful yeah. yeah thank you for sharing that perspective too because i i don't know that
1: <laughs> yeah <laughs> it helped me it, it really helped me <laughs> that's
0: awesome <laughs> when i heard I that yeah it's powerful for sure I, it sounds it um all right well that's our astrology podcast um yeah. do you mind if i channel real quick see what
1: i oh, would have, love it
0: i'm curious to see what they have to say Yeah. We are present here, my son, Christopher, as you request our presence with you and Brooke, we say hello to you, my dear, my loved one, my child, our daughter, as a collective, you are all one in being and necessarily important to one another and the purposes of which you carry in this realm. Divine peace, we tell you, is all about perspective and what Brooke has indicated is vitally important to all that walk this realm for your perspective upon which is that which you feel is vital to the vibrational attunement energy that you interpret it with and that is important to the success of an ascension process your definition your means at which you define what you feel and the accordance at which you work with it is how ultimately you will move about this realm and be as a being, a human being that is. A human being that is capable of acquiring and transmitting so much love in so much glory and divinity that it is beyond conceivable at this moment in time from the human mind we tell you now is already present inside of you, is already capable of being received and transmitted through you. It is a matter of your perspective of it and your attunement to it. We tell you now this can be attuned to by simply your intentions and thus actions in direction to it. So, excuse me. So we tell you now, Should you desire to attune to all of the love that is currently within you, we simply say desire and then move in that direction, find a way to be what it is you are looking for, whether this be meditation. And we do say, once again, we do encourage stillness and this will allow for more peace to be brought to the body. And it is important to understand the separation between action and thought process speech which is, yes, as a direct result of the triangle, which we have brought to Christopher in the past. It is important to understand this connection and to understand how to separate it, for it is not beneficial to one when one is driven by the aspects of the moment and what is felt at that moment. We ask you to be very cognizant of this and to attune to the energy that is already within you, the loving aspects of all. Archangel Michael speaking. Oh, Ryan, present, we say to you, to understand that it is a matter of your desires and then movement to that direction. Meditation is a key point as we have indicated, and we do encourage you to be more meditative in your States to allow for you to understand the separation and to foster more growth in that separation between the thoughts, feelings, and actions, speech, but to be very present in light to see and intend for that light to be your guide you can envision a light before your being before your physical being so i can see right now somebody that is looking at a light in front of them we encourage you okay it's almost like i can see a turtle with like a, a fish dangling in front of them. it's kind of like the metaphor that they're showing me right now is, as the vision shifted from the being the physical to the light, to the turtle, with the, the fish dangling right in front of them. We tell you now, the fish is capable of being retrieved. It is not something that will always adjust. What we say is that what will adjust is your attunement to the light. So as you acquire a fish, as the turtle is reaching, uh, it's reaching out from its current perspective to reach to the fish, we say the perspective of your understanding Begins to a shift with each fish that you acquire. And with that, we say, Thank you. Okay. It's like they're showing me two different images at the same time, because I also see the being who is stepping into the light. And with each step, I see the light getting more and more intense. Yes, this is an aspect of great understanding that we bring to you right now. As you step into alignment and as you desire the attunement of light, you step into the different levels of consciousness the different states of levels of understanding that are going to be brought to you as a result of your effort as a result of your desire to be of the light more will be revealed to you as you walk with each step as you as you catch each fish presented to you at that moment to be steady and to acquire we do say to eat the fish and to eat the fish we say what comes with that is the, the deeper level of understanding. More light is then filled within your body. More light is filled within your soul. And thus you take the next step into the next level of understanding. But what we ask you to understand is that each step is presented in its own time frame. So we ask you do not rush through this process for the attunement to the love and the energy is very important and takes a substantial amount of time for the physical being to attune to that light. But as you step, you step with a diligence, understanding that each step will be taken in its divine timing, and only in its divine timing. And within that perspective, you understand greatly that patience is required, and love is required for where you are to allow for that step to present the healing of which is meant to be presented to you at that moment, and not Not further on down the road, you must heal what is meant to be healed at that moment so that you may take the the next step and attune to the greater love that is capable to you within that next step, but not before that time is ready. And for that we are very grateful go in great peace my children Archangel Michael present with Orion presenting to you at this moment in time and we say the astrological aspects of this nature are deeper than what has been discussed here today and more information will come to this and to you later on down the road for there are beings of the astrological aspects that will present themselves to you to help you with a greater understanding of how the power can be leveraged from these astrological times for they are important and are capable of much growth, should you so choose to accept all that comes from them. And we are so blessed to be in your presence today and say thank you with great gratitude for your understanding of all of this, both Brooke and Christopher and the audience. And we say thank you to you all. Go in great peace, my children. Be one with each other, for you are one. Do not resonate with the differences at which you see on this physical plane that is not an aspect of great truth. They are only manifestations of the different time frames at which each soul is, but each soul is tethered together in their own divine timing in their own divine oneness. We say be cognizant of that and focus more upon that rather than the discord of this realm. And all that comes with it you will find much peace there understanding that we are all learning at our own peace and traveling in our own destinations and we are grateful for this perspective thank you
1: thank you hold on, I, hold, um, on hold on one second
0: oh. enoch speaking my children we will divulge to you more information as you proceed In alignment with this podcast and all of its teachings, we say thank you, but understanding that there is more on this subject that will to come and we are grateful for it. I myself, Enoch, am a true aspect of the astrological plane and all of the energies at which it is carried with it. We will communicate more of this plane at a later time, but we are grateful for the understanding of it at this moment, for it will allow you to begin to resonate with the energy and the understanding and provide you an opportunity to step forward even greater into the tunnel, even greater into the idea of accepting another fish so that you may heal and understand on another level. And for that, we are grateful, Enoch speaking, go in peace. We are complete, thank you. Okay, sorry.
1: I love that they're using the fish.
0: Yeah, that's so interesting to me. I
1: told you about my whole fish thing, right?
0: You probably have, but please forgive me. I don't under, I don't remember it at the moment.
1: No, it's okay. So, um, you know, I got my, got my fish, right? Oh, I don't say it. Oh, okay. okay. Yes. You know, and people, people know it as, you know, the Jesus fish, you know, um, uh, but like I said, my Jesus is just a little bit different than the way church portrays Jesus, you know, and I was mowing the yard the other day. Um, kind of started coming to me like they just started off with like hey i was like yeah you're like that fish on your ankle i'm like yeah you know they were like um
0: you this know, is a boss
1: right yes okay yeah, they yeah. went into and then i didn't know where they were going with this mm-hmm. you know they went into um like okay you know the saying you can give a man a fish you know um yeah. and he eats for a day or yep. you teach a man to fish mm-hmm. and i was like yeah they're like okay you know it's got nothing to do with food right and i'm like OK, you know, it's like basically it's, it's knowledge, it's information, it's wow. consciousness. So it's like to, you know, it's like you can just tell a kid how to do something or you can tell them like why we do this, how we do this, you know, the purpose of doing this. So the fish actually um, is a symbol for um, I just wrote down as you were talking um, consciousness, information knowledge light which that's what light is light is information light is knowledge so basically where they ended up taking me with this was um anybody even if you're not familiar with the bible everybody knows the story that jesus turned a few fish into many fish yeah but that's what it was he spread his consciousness his consciousness went from just a few to the consciousness and the light and the information going out to the 5,000. Wow. So the fish is representative of basically consciousness, knowledge, information, light, which that's what light is. Light is information, knowledge, consciousness. So it's wow. cool that they use the fish. Yeah. Wow.
0: That is mind blowingly amazing.
1: Yes. That's why I always love when your channels coincide with. Everything that I've been getting, it just for me is so much validation. Totally. You know, it just <laughs> it just validates so much.
0: I completely agree because I feel it validates for you, but it, it does it also validates for me as well. And the profoundness of that metaphor is wow.
1: So and- then when he's using the, the fish and the turtle, then you look at the human and the light and that light in front of us, that's the consciousness we want to fully be in. That's the information we want. That's the, you know, and some of us, maybe there's there's some people that have stepped into that completely, but there's some of us that just, you know, keep getting fed that little bit at a time, little bit at a time, you know, so we can take in a little more light at a time until, information consciousness we're constantly taking in a little bit more of this light at the time but that's why there's so much coming out of us because we have to have that darkness out to make room for the light which the light is information consciousness um you know all that good stuff
0: that is amazing yeah i'm yeah. literally i'm literally speechless right now that is absolutely <laughs> amazing wow Awesome. Well, thank you, Brooke. Thank much. you.
1: I mean, like I said, this, this is a, this isn't just a partnership with me and Chris. I mean, this is like a whole team that I feel like is constantly like working behind the scenes with the consciousness with us. So mm-hmm. yeah. Thanks them. <laughs>
0: totally. Yeah. You're right. You're right. Thank you. You're right. You know, awesome.
1: But, uh, yeah. It's just, it's just so cool to see to just when we come together like I said, I, there's probably people that think that we like hang out on a daily or something. There's probably people that think that we like conversate or, you know what yeah. I mean? And that's, so it's like, we under, I understand that there's people that like question certain things, but it's like, for me and Chris, it's individuals to know that we don't communicate with each other. Mm-hmm. We did not say we haven't, yeah. but to, for us, even if nobody else knows what's going on, that we know that this is so divine because- it's just, like I said, it gets to be mind-blowing. Exactly. Like there's no, like the synchronicities and the, you know. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. I'm, yeah. It, it, it really I don't is. have to
1: convince anybody, like I just know for myself, like I don't have to convince people what goes on here, you know?
0: Yep. Yep. But I
1: feel like if they truly knew, like that they would be, you know, if they truly knew how divine all this wraps together all the time for us, yeah. you know?
0: Well, you're right there because sometimes I, I, my ego mind comes in and says, oh man, we talked about this too much, but I'm like, but no, it all, it's all, it's intertwined. You know, it's all that there's a reason that it keeps coming up and that's for consistency. And that's for, because it is all, yeah, it, it, it is intertwined and, and it is consistent and that actually should be more validating to me than it should lower in vibrational you know, me, like, why does it keep coming up? It keeps coming up because that is part of it all. It's all tied together. Yeah. So yeah.
1: Yeah. All right. Awesome.
0: Awesome. Thank you so much, Brooke. Thank you all for, for listening, for joining us, for being here. I appreciate you all.
1: Yes. Thank you.
0: You're welcome. And appreciate you, Brooke. Thank you all. See ya. Bye-bye.